In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If Christ has not died and been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. That is to say, if salvation has not indeed been won, there is in fact nothing to deliver. We could preach day in and day out the proclamation of repentance and forgiveness of sins, but if Christ has not actually died and been raised, then our preaching is without substance. At the very best, it is a therapeutic exercise that might make us feel better in what we might perceive as a bleak situation, but it certainly doesn't deliver what it says it does. And so it is not simply written in the Old Testament scriptures that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in Christ's name. It is written first that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. The serpent will bruise the heel of the seed of the woman. The Christ must die. The seed of the woman will crush the serpent's head. The Christ must rise. The Christ will be led like a sheep to the slaughter. He will lay down his life without saying a word. But I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand on the earth. The preaching of repentance and the forgiveness of sins must have as its substance the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This means that, logically speaking, the salvation must be won before it is delivered. I say logically because salvation is delivered in the Old Testament before it is won chronologically. But the people of the Old Testament received salvation on account of the death and resurrection of Christ, which did happen, even though it had not happened yet. That is why the Old Testament writers spend so much of their time proclaiming the death and the resurrection of the coming Christ. Their proclamation of repentance and forgiveness delivered the salvation of Christ even before it had chronologically happened. What I mean is that the death and resurrection of Christ atoned for the sins that came before the crucifixion and that it was delivered to God's people of old through the preaching and the sacraments that God instituted for them. But for us, it does follow both logically and chronologically that salvation is won before it is delivered. Our preaching has as its basis the historical, not merely historical, but definitively historical fact that Jesus is crucified and is risen. And because of this, our preaching of repentance and the forgiveness of sins has real substance. Our preaching actually delivers the things we proclaim. If it weren't for the death and resurrection of Christ, we couldn't preach a true repentance. We could proclaim that sin is bad, that it infringes on the will of God and his commandments, but we couldn't proclaim true repentance. For true repentance involves not only a recognition of sin, but also the realization that we are unable to free ourselves from our sin. And so repentance is a turning away from sin and turning toward Christ, 
trusting that his death and resurrection have atoned for our sins, and that by receiving the life he gives to us by that death and resurrection, we now desire to order our lives according to God's will. That is the Ten Commandments. We could not preach that way about repentance if it weren't for the death and resurrection of Christ. I suppose we could preach about an attempt to turn away from our sins, but in addition to that being a vain endeavor, we would have nothing to turn toward. We would find ourselves constantly spinning in circles surrounded by our sins. No death and resurrection of Christ means no true preaching of repentance. But no death and resurrection of Christ also means no true preaching of forgiveness. For Christ does not forgive our sins by means of mere proclamation. As it is written, there is no forgiveness without the shedding of blood. So if Christ has not shed his blood, if he is not crucified, and if he is not then subsequently raised, then I could declare to you all day, every day, that you're forgiven. And it might even make you feel better about yourself, but it would be a false comfort and a false security. If Christ has not died to make atonement for your sins, and if he has not been raised for your justification, then the proclamation of the forgiveness of sins would do you no good before the throne of the righteous God. You would still be in your sin and doomed to everlasting torment. If Christ has not died and been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. But Christ has indeed arisen from the dead, just as it is written of him. And because Christ is risen from the dead, our preaching is not in vain, nor is your faith. Because Christ has died and risen, our preaching of repentance and the forgiveness of sins actually delivers what we proclaim. Because Christ is risen from the dead, I stand here in front of you and I preach to you true repentance. So turn away from your sin. Turn toward Christ. You'll find that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Cast off the works of darkness and the deeds of your former life under sin. Christ has rescued you from that by his death and his resurrection. So put on the new man, the Lord Jesus, and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. And because Christ is crucified and risen from the dead, I also stand before you to preach to you the true forgiveness of sins, a real forgiveness that rescues you from the real wrath of the Father because Jesus has been crucified and suffered that wrath for you. I preach to you the forgiveness of sins that you committed according to your former way of life. And I preach to you the forgiveness of those sins which the old Adam continues to manifest in you even now. Christ has died for all your sins. Therefore, your sins are forgiven, and this is truly delivered to you by the preaching of the Word of God. And not only is our preaching effective by the power of Christ's death and resurrection, 
but your faith is also not in vain. Your faith does not cling simply to a message that we proclaim, but your faith is in the one whom we proclaim, namely Jesus, who was really made man, who really suffered, also for us under Pontius Pilate, who was really crucified, dead, buried, and who is truly raised again from the dead. Because Jesus did actually die and rise again, you believe in him and also in his word. And because our preaching and your faith are filled up by the reality of the death and resurrection of Christ, then you truly have the repentance and the forgiveness of sins that we proclaim. And because you have repentance and the forgiveness of sins, then you also have life and salvation through the word of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.